Howdy, partners, and welcome to another terrific episode of Tales with a Whale. Now, I know what you're all thinking. Where's Betty the Blue Whale? That magnificent marine biologist turned talk show host who also happens to be a big, beautiful blue whale? Well, Betty is going to catch up with us in two shakes of a lobster's tail. See, she skedaddled herself to a special location to talk to today's guest. Now, if you're a fan of all the great programs on Go Kick Go like I am, you probably know Betty from her incredible underwater adventures with those tremendous twins, Xavier and Atlas, on the Whale of a Tail show. Well, Betty now has her own show here where she talks all about the oceans and the crazy critters like me that live in it. See, I'm Betty's best buddy and sidekick, Bubbles the Seahorse. And I'm coming at you from the famous underwater studio here at the bottom of the Pflugerville Ocean. With me here in the studio is the All Clam Jam Band. Give him another ditty, Jam Band. <laughs> Bubbles? Bubbles, are you there? Well, hi, folks. Here she is. Betty's coming at us from our special two-way radio. Hey, Bubbles. I'm here swimming up north to meet today's special guest. Regular listeners may remember the time I sent Bubbles down to the South Pole to meet the Antarctic dragonfish. <laughs> so today, since today's guest also lives somewhere cold, I figured I'd swim there myself this time. I wouldn't want Bubbles to get frostbitten. And besides, we blue whales spend a lot of time in cold water. And speaking of blue whales, it's time to kick off our show with one of my favorite segments, Blue Whales Fact or Fluke, where I share some facts about all the amazing blue whales just like me. I thought today we'd talk about blowholes. If you're a regular listener, you've heard me mention blowholes before. But just what exactly is a blowhole? Well, you might remember that all cetaceans, <laughs> that's a fancy science word that refers to animals like whales and dolphins, aren't actually fish. We're mammals, just like dogs, cats, and even people. That means we need to breathe oxygen to survive, just like you. But how exactly do we do it? Not through our mouths, but through our blowholes. Blowholes are kind of like your nose, except they aren't in the middle of our face, but on the top of our heads. That makes it easy for us to just pop up a small part of our bodies out of the water to take a breath. And blue whales actually have two blowholes side by side, making it a little bit more like your nose, which has two nostrils. As a reminder, we can hold our breath for up to an hour and a half between breaths, but we usually only go about 30 minutes, which is plenty of time to record a podcast. Well, that music means it's time to move on, and that's great because I've finally arrived at the place for today's episode of Sea Creature Feature. Where we talk about one of the amazing animals that lives in the ocean. I'm all the way up in Baffin Bay in the Arctic Ocean off the coast of Greenland. We're here to meet a different kind of whale known as a narwhal. Narwhals live up the Arctic Oceans near Canada 
Greenland, Norway, and even Russia. And here comes one now! Wow, narwhals are pretty amazing animals to look at. They're mottled gray in color, and they can grow up to 17 feet long and weigh over 4,000 pounds. They may not be as big as a blue whale, but that's still pretty big. But what's truly special about the narwhal is their tusk. Narwhals have very long tusks that grow out of their heads and can grow as long as 10 feet. It really does look a lot like a long unicorn horn, which is why narwhals have earned the nickname the Unicorn of the Sea. But what is a narwhal tusk exactly? It's actually a tooth, one long, big tooth, and it's one of only two teeth that they have in their entire body. But it still means they're classified as a toothed whale, unlike blue whales like me that have baleen instead of teeth. And what's amazing about the narwhal tusk is that it's covered with millions of nerves, making it very sensitive. But still, scientists aren't entirely sure what the tusk is for. It's not used for hunting or stabbing food. Many think it's so sensitive that narwhals can use it to detect temperature and other information about water. Another theory suggests that it's mostly to attract females, as most female narwhals don't actually grow tusks. Sometimes, narwhals will even grow two tusks right next to each other. And here are some other interesting facts about narwhals. They can dive up to a mile underwater. Take it from another whale, that's deep! Narwhals are born a blue-gray color, but eventually just become gray and white as they get older. They live to about 50 years of age. And even more amazingly, they use sound in order to help them see their environment. Narwhals emit clicking sounds, and when the sounds bounce back to them, they're able to gain information about their environment, like how to find food and what obstacles to move around. This process is called echolocation, or sonar, and it's also used by bats and dolphins. But narwhals are actually experts at it. In fact, they just might have the best sonar of any animal. Pretty amazing! Unfortunately, because they live in the Arctic and rely on Arctic ice, narwhals are considered a threatened species due to climate change and other factors like oil drilling. They're just one more amazing species that we have to work hard to protect by fighting climate change. Well, folks, that music means we've reached the end of another episode of Tales with a Whale. I'd like to thank my wonderful guest, the narwhal, for helping us learn all about this extraordinary kind of whale. And I'd like to thank the All Clam Jam Band and Bubbles the Seahorse for holding down the fort back home in the famous underwater studio. Happy to help, buddy. Okay, folks, I'll leave you tonight with a joke. What do you call a picture of a narwhal's tusk? A toothpick. <laughs> Get it? Oh, I'm so glad you liked that one. See you on the next episode. Good night and happy swimming. Woohoo! Go, kid, go. 